Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of the 5-Minute Drill. I'm your host, Simran Sandhu, and today I'm joined by John Dahl, who's the Vice President and Executive Producer of ESPN Films and Original Content. John oversees all aspects of the renowned 30 for 30 series, and most recently, he was an Executive Producer of The Last Dance, which was a 10-part documentary on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Now, before we get started, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Folks, interest rates are at all-time lows right now, and Bank of England Mortgage is your local mortgage family, offering you the best service around. Call or text for a quote today at 317-503-4052 or visit boend.com. So, John, as I mentioned in the intro, you were the executive producer of The Last Dance, which broke several records and had millions of people tune into the series. What was it like working on the project with Michael Jordan, and what were the biggest challenges you faced when creating it? Well, it was uh, it was a bear of a project um, to tell this story of the 1997-98 Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan's last season in Chicago. And um, the material had existed uh, for a long time and, and never really, uh, nothing was done with it. I had seen a rough cut with the material, um, over 10 years ago. So finally it all came together. And, um, I think Michael was finally ready to tell his part of the story of the 97, 98 Bulls. Um, so it was, uh, enormously challenging. Our director, Jason Hare did a spectacular job really organizing it and coming up with a way to tell the story of one season while also having flashbacks to other uh, key storylines uh, with the Bulls and Michael Jordan in particular to make it all make sense. At the beginning, past and present are very far apart. By the end, they're one and the same. And John, as a viewer myself, I feel like that was a really cool way to see Michael's journey. But something else that was really interesting was when the series was launched, especially since it was during a time when there wasn't a lot of new sports content or activity taking place. So how did you and your team ultimately approach this decision? Well, it had been uh, coming along the last uh, couple of months in particular, things were starting to come together. And then the uh, shutdown uh, happened uh, around March 11th. And it was not long after that, that uh, my boss, Connor Shell, uh, head of content at ESPN, asked me to start looking at scenarios for how we could move it up. And I uh, came up with over a dozen scenarios, a dozen possibilities for moving it up. And uh, the challenge was to have it where it would be continuous uh, we could have maybe come out a week or two earlier, but we wouldn't have had all episodes flowing in a nice, consistent way over a period of weeks. So we went with the most aggressive plan we could at that point, considering where we were with the material, which was to start April 19th, five straight Sundays, two episodes each Sunday night for, uh, you know, five straight Sundays. And, um, you know, it really, uh, it really was particularly uh, challenging because episodes nine and 10 were not even done yet when we made that decision and announced we were going to roll it out that way. We turned around the last two episodes in a period of less than two weeks each, which is just utterly remarkable. Again, a, a tremendous credit to Jason Hare and his team because they were now having to like edit from their own homes to get it done. It was, it was just enormous dedication on all parties to, to make it happen. Yeah, and it turned out great. I know that the first two episodes debuted as the most viewed documentary content ever released by ESPN, but why did you guys end up making the series 10 hours long? Yeah, I think there was just more to the story than just one season, and the access of that season, uh, Andy Thompson, the initial producer of the NBA, 
who was able to help gain that access with help from Adam Silver, who headed NBA Entertainment at the time as now the commissioner of the NBA, cooperation from Phil Jackson, Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the Bulls, to tell one season. But we felt like there was so much more there to tell. And I know when we were first looking at it, uh, Jason, even himself, the director, Jason Hare, wondered, is there really 10 hours here? And I think by the time he was done, he, I think he was probably convinced we could have done 20 hours. I mean, he got over 100 interviews, it sat down with Michael three different times. And I think what Jason did such a good job of is, is finding a way to keep the thread going of the 97-98 season, but create flashbacks to break from the timeline so you have the context of everything that happened leading up to that season. You can go through the highs and lows that led up to that final season. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, John. Now, as we switch gears here, you've had the opportunity to lead several award-winning projects since ESPN Films first started back in 2008. In your opinion, how has sports media evolved over the past decade? Well, I think when we started 30 for 30, there was a question whether people would watch long-form content that way anymore. There's a real belief at that point that, short attention spans would not allow for something like that. But John Skipper, uh, who was head of content at the time, strong believer that there was an audience for that. And, um, and Bill Simmons, Connor Shell, you know, created 30 for 30, worked with him. I was an executive producer from the beginning on it. And I think we saw that you could make a movie that people would want to watch again and again. I think that's the key, that it's not something – that as Connor would often say, you know, this is not medicine, you know, it, it's not good for you. I mean, it should be entertaining, compelling. And I think we were able to find a way to do that. And, uh, and now you've seen since then, bingeable content is the way to go. You, you, like, you know, Netflix and House of Cards, people actually want to sit down and watch a lot of content episode after episode. And that is, I guess, counterintuitive to what the belief was you know, in 2008. So John, what do you think the next five to 10 years look like for this industry? And do you anticipate a shift in how content will be presented? I think it'll be a continuation of what we've already seen, more personalized content, direct to consumer. Um, I think podcasts, the way they've taken off in the last decade or so is is, uh, remarkable, but also speaks to how people want their own content their own way. And I think you're going to continue to see that. I think the great thing about sports and sports content, uh, first of all, sports is live. You want to see it as it's happening. But then it does lend itself to great storytelling like we did with The the Last Dance, where you can go back in time, have some time and distance and really dive even deeper to what you saw, you know, when it was unfolding uh, live. Now, John, as we close out this interview, I know we have a lot of sports fans who listen to this podcast. So what would be your advice to young people or other listeners who are looking to enter the industry? Well, I always loved sports um, from the time I can ever remember, but I didn't just love sports, watching it and playing it and listening to it. I also loved uh, covering it in a way. Like I started to make my own sports pages when I was a kid. And I would say to anybody um, who wants to get into this industry, The sooner you start, the better, even when you're growing up. If you can get an internship, my first internship was when I was a senior in high school at the local newspaper in Charlotte. And it's all about from there, I think, building relationships. It's more than just, you know, what you major in in college. It's the part-time jobs. It's the internships. It's the relationships. That is where, you know, you will really grow and evolve and hopefully your career takes off. And I think from there, it's, 
it's being willing to try a lot of different things. I certainly did when I, when I was in sports media, I tried a lot of different type of producing before I settled into documentary work. And I think um, an attention to detail is also essential to success. Well, John, thank you so much for your time and sharing all of these wonderful insights to our listeners. Thank you. And folks, that's a wrap on the five minute drill this week. I hope everyone has a great weekend and we look forward to catching you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. 